Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In this episode, I will be breaking down the all-star starters in the East, as well as my predictions for the reserves in the Eastern Conference as well. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, so now we have the starters in the East and the West. So what we'll do here, we'll announce who the starters are, but then I will give you my predictions for the reserves for each of the conferences for the NBA All-Star Game, which will take place in about three weeks or so. All right, so let's get into it. For the East... Your starters are in the front court, Giannis Antetokounmpo, who, by the way, had the most votes of anyone in the East. So he is the captain and he edges out Kevin Durant. So so it's Giannis, Kevin Durant of the Brooklyn Nets, of course, Giannis for the Milwaukee Bucks. Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum, he edges out Joel Embiid to take that third front court position. Uh, Jason Tatum out of Boston, who's having a fantastic year. So that's your front court. Your back court, again, I'm surprised by this. Kyrie, your top guard in the East, followed by Donovan Mitchell. So, so you got two Brooklyn teammates there in Kyrie and Kevin Durant, uh, we st- still have to see the status of Kevin Durant after that MCL sprain, but Kyrie is in as well, along with Donovan Mitchell of the Cavaliers, who of course was traded there in the offseason, so, so that's your five starters, guys, so, again, a lot of uproar about Joel Embiid not making it, and then you got to understand this. Uh, The past three weeks, I gave you the fan voting, but actually it's a conglomerate of the fan vote, which accounts for 50%. Then the players vote counts for 25%. And then the media vote counts for the other 25%. So that's how it shakes out, guys. So, So in that respect, Jason Tatum makes it in over MB, which is fine. You know, of course, Joel Embiid, fantastic player in his own right. It Again, we have to monitor the Kevin Durant situation because he's going to be out another two weeks with the MCL sprain. Will he come back just in time just to make an all-star game? If I'm the owner, Joe Sy, I don't, I, don't, I don't think I'm going for that. You've invested four years into this player and you want to get the brass ring when all is said and done i think an all-star game is the least of your worries so i would monitor that situation so there is an open opportunity for joel and b to actually eventually get into the starting lineup in regards to kevin durant's situation so so bear that in mind so with that said let's discuss reserves 
these are the candidates, at least in my eyes, who have a shot at being a reserve. Some of it long shots, but a lot of it uh, well warranted. So, okay, so we'll just start from the rankings of the teams in the division. So we'll just work it down from there. So, first person I have, Jalen Brown of the Boston Celtics. Jalen Brown this year, 26.8 points per game, over seven rebounds, and over three assists for him. Shooting it, nearly 49% from the field, 33%, over 33% from three, and 78.5% from the free throw line. So, Jalen Brown, you know, he's the other half of that dynamic duo over there in Boston. Uh, made it. Thought he made it last year as well, but Jalen Brown's having a fantastic campaign, so. And we saw what he did in those finals. So, definitely a very worthy person indeed. Joel Embiid of the Sixers. You, you know his work. 33.4 points per game. believe that's second only to Luka Doncic. Uh, 9.8 rebounds. Over 4 assists. 1.7 blocks for him. Shooting it over 53% from the field, 34.5% from three, and over 86% from the free throw line. So, um, resume says it all. Uh, definite shoe-in for, <laughs> for the reserves, that's for sure. Let's talk about his teammate, James Harden. James Harden had an interesting... Uh, First half of the season, well, you know, pre-All-Star half of the season, at least. He's he played in 31 games, so he's just a shade under um, the games played. 21.5 points per game, over 11 assists, 6.4 rebounds, and 1.3 steals. He's shooting it nearly 45% from the field. 38.5% from three, pretty good. And then uh, nearly 87% from the free throw line. James Harden has a strong case. Make no mistake about it. The gains missed is a bit concerning. So I would um, bear that in mind. So he'll be an interesting case. Uh, strong case, I think, for uh, being a reserve. Let's move on to Drew Holiday, Giannis's uh, teammate in Milwaukee. Uh, Nineteen and a half points per game, seven point three assists, nearly five rebounds, one point four steals, and he shot it forty six point seven percent from the field, uh, over eight uh, thirty eight percent from three point line, and well over eighty seven percent. From the free throw line. Uh, Drew Holiday. He. Believe it or not. In Giannis's absence. And he's had. He's had a share of absences. Uh, Giannis has. But Drew Holiday has been carrying the mail. Because you got to remember. Chris Middleton. They didn't get him back until late. 
So, and he's still easing his way back into the lineup. So it's pretty much been Drew Holiday um, carrying the load. So, and he's he's a player for the third best team in the East. So, Drew Holiday, he has a case. Whether it's a strong case or not, that remains to be seen. So, um, but he has a case nonetheless. So, uh, I thought he's worth at least a mention. Jared Allen, who made it last year for the Cavaliers. Uh, 14 points per game. 9.7 rebounds, 1.2 blocks. Shooting it, of course, 63 over 63% from the field and nearly 72% from the free throw line. I think last year he had a much stronger case. The fact now that you got a uh, Donovan Mitchell in the fold, so he's called upon less to, you know, to score and do the things inside so um so his numbers are a bit down from last year obviously with the addition of mitchell so i think he has a case probably not a strong case this year his teammate on the other hand darius garland nearly 22 points per game eight assists nearly three rebounds 1.3 steals Shooting it nearly 45% from the field, 40% from three, very good, and 87% from the free throw line. Garland made it last year, um, and rightfully so, and definitely has a strong case to make it this year. Uh, Darius Garland, and, and even him in the absence of Donovan Mitchell, who's been dealing with growing issues throughout the uh Throughout the season, he's been in there to carry the team in his absence. So, Darius Garland, definitely a strong case for being a reserve. Now, let's look at a few Miami Heat players. Bam out of Bayou. Bam out of Bayou is one of the more underappreciated players in the league. Bam out of Bayou, 21.6 points per game. So, those numbers are up. Over 10 rebounds up in that department and dishing out three assists as well. So he's even getting a little bit involved in the passing game. 54% from the field, uh, nearly 80% from the free throw line. So Bam out of Bayou has a strong case, guys. Very strong case of anybody with the heat. I think his is probably the strongest. Uh, Jimmy Butler, he has to be mentioned. Only played in 34 games. So he's he's missed some games along the way. Uh, he too, uh, 21.6 points per game, over six rebounds, five assists, and over two steals a game. Shooting at 51.6% from the field. And... Nearly 86% from the free throw line. So, and you know, Jimmy Butler, he doesn't hoist a whole bunch of threes. He plays within himself. So, Jimmy Butler has has a good case, of course. It's the missed games, though. Um, he's playing a few more than Harden, but um, the missed games there 
could play a factor. Well, we'll see. So, um, but definitely a strong case. Tyler Hero, a guy who has an outside chance. I don't think that strong a chance, but worthy of mentioning. He's played in 37 games, so he's missed some as well. Uh, 20 and a half points per game, nearly six rebounds, and over four assists for him. Shooting 44% from the field, 36.8 from three, and uh, 91.6% from the free throw line. So Tyler Hero, having a strong year. He's wanted to be a starter. He is a starter now, and he's produced big time. So, um, But the competition at guard is just so tough um, that... It'll, it'll be tough for him to squeeze in and make that reserve um, spot. But he's in the conversation. He's definitely in the conversation. Now let's turn to a few Knicks. Julius Randle, who's been playing out of his mind. Uh, nearly 25 points per game. Almost 11 rebounds per game, guys. Along with four, uh, four assists as well. So, well among the league leaders... In rebounds, um, amongst the top 20 in scoring, uh, over 46% from the field, 34.6 from three. He's been hoisting a lot of threes. Well, he has that foundation where, you know, if when he hits a three, money goes to the foundation. So uh, that's a part of it. And also uh, Tom Thibodeau giving them the green light. And they at least 75% from the free throw line. Julius Randle, guys. Absolute strong case for making the all-star team. Uh, his teammate, Jalen Brunson, who's been a fantastic pickup for the Knicks. 22.4 points per game, over six assists, three and a half rebounds for him. Nearly 47% from the field. Uh over 40% from three, so he's been uh, pretty proficient there. And 84.4 from the free throw line. Jalen Brunson, absolute strong case as well. But again, amongst those guards, it's it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough. But, uh, but nonetheless, Jalen Brunson with a absolute ironclad case. To make the reserves. Uh, in our side. Guys. Well the league rather. We need to expand to 15 players. For the all star uh, team. We need to expand that. Because you know you're going to have guys that's hurt. Guys that you know. Are a little banged up. They could still be involved with the all star weekend. But. You know, and they'll, they'll be in street clothes. So, I think it needs to expand to 15. Even if you got 15 healthy guys, you know. Uh, just as kind of a reward for some of these guys. The kind of years they put in. So, well, the kind of seasons they put in, rather. So, uh, NBA, you need to expand it to from 12 to 15. Because your teams pretty much are expanded to 15. You got the 12 starters. Well, not 12 starters. 12. You got a roster of 12. 
and then you have your three players that are like uh, on injured reserve or on the injured list. So, so your rosters pretty much have 15. Why not? Why not the all-star uh, rosters as well? So that's just my idea. I'm throwing out there. All right. So let's move to a few Atlanta Hawks here. Trey Young, of course, always a mainstay when it comes to all-star appearance, especially in his young career. Over 27 points per game, nearly 10 assists as well, and nearly 3 rebounds. 42.6% from the field, 318 from 3, so not, not um, you expect better. And then uh, just about 89% from the free throw line. So Trey Young's one of those guys. More likely than not, you'll see him in the All-Star game, especially when, with these type of numbers here. Let's talk about his backcourt mate. DeJounte Murray, who's been just as good as advertised. Nearly 21 points per game. 5.4 assists. 4.7 rebounds and 1.6 steals for him. Over 46% from the field. Nearly 39% from three. So he's shooting it much better than his teammate. And then 84.3 from the charity stripe. So DeJounte Murray, he's he's been what Atlanta expected him to be. So... Uh, he, yeah, he's been solid, guys. So, he had a couple of weeks that he missed with injury, but nonetheless, the guy's having a fantastic campaign over there. And thus, a uh, strong case also making the All-Star game. Tyrese Hollyburton. Tyrese Hollyburton started out like a house on fire. Uh, he's missed games now with his injury, so... It remains to be seen. He hasn't got back on the court as of yet since injuring himself in that Nick game. So, uh, I, but let's listen to the numbers. Uh, over 20 points per game, over 10 assists, four rebounds, and nearly two steals per game. Shooting at 48% from the field, nearly 40% from three. So he's been knocking it down there. And 88% from the free throw line. Tolly, Holly Burton, I pretty much would have penciled in as far as being a reserve. With the injury, though, how will the coaches look at that? So that's the big question there. Otherwise, his numbers pretty much uh, would make him a lock. So... Uh, we'll we'll see where the head is at in that regard. So you have until next Thursday. So we'll get to see what who the coaches picked. So there's his case. Uh, a couple of Washington Wizards, <laughs> none named Bradley Beal actually. Kyle Kuzma, Kyle Kuzma, quietly having a solid year. Twenty-two point two points per game. 7.6 rebounds and nearly 4 assists per game for him. Shooting 46% from the field. 35.7 uh, from 3. 
and just over 76% from the free throw line. Kyle Kuzma very quietly having a solid year for those Washington Wizards. So, uh, strong case. He's got a case there, that's for sure. Christoph Porzingis. Here's a guy you who who's also having a pretty good year. 22 points per game. Nearly 9 rebounds. 2.4 assists. And a block and a half per game. Shooting it. Nearly 47% from the field, 34% from three, and then 82.6% from the free throw line. And the thing with Porzingis, he's been healthy for the most part, more so than Beal. So Porzingis with a, I say a strong case, a strong case for making the all-star team. So uh, he's got to be mentioned. Let's move on to a couple of Chicago Bulls. DeMar DeRozan, you know him, you know his work. Uh, Perennial all-star, this guy. Uh, 26.3 points per game, 5 rebounds, and nearly 5 assists. Shooting at almost 51% from the field. So, And he's another guy who knows his range. He doesn't go out, hoist him from 3. He plays within himself and shooting 89% from the free throw line. So DeMar DeRozan putting in another all-star campaign here with these numbers here. Let's talk about Zach Levine then. Zach Levine, 23.6 points per game, 4.7 rebounds, and over four assists as well. Shooting it nearly 46% from the field. 37.3% 37.3% from three, so much more provi- proficient there. And 86.83.6% from the free throw line. So, Zach Levine, believe it or not, he always has a case, but somehow he never makes it in, guys. So, um, again, he's got a case here, but, you know, with the way the Bulls are playing as well, that doesn't help matters that's for sure so um yeah but zach levine <laughs> he's got a strong enough case but whoosh, it's gonna be a tough one uh nikolai nikola vucevic who is averaging the double double 17.3 points per game 11 rebounds 3.3 assists for him just had a master's career high High a couple of weeks ago, 51.6% from the field, shooting threes as well, 36.5% from there, and then 83% from the free throw line. Vucevic has, believe it or not, he has a stronger case than Jared Allen, that's for sure. Definitely deserves consideration, but again, with the the way Chicago's playing, uh, probably not so much, so... Um, but he has a case. And then the last two players I'll go over is uh, for the Raptors. Pascal Siakam, who's having a fantastic year. 25.2 points per game. 8.3 rebounds. 6.5 steals. So he's had a solid all-around game, guys. Uh, 47.7% from the field. 
nearly 32% from three. That's really not his forte. And then 76.5% from the free throw line. Pascal Siakam, who I thought got snubbed last year, has come back this year with a vengeance. So it's going to be hard to ignore him in that regard. And then his teammate, Fred Van Vliet, who made the All-Star team last year, ironically enough. Over 19 points per game, 6.3 assists, 4.3 rebounds, and 1.6 steals per game for him. Shooting it nearly 39%, not what you want to see there. Thirty Over 34% from three, and over 90% from the free throw line. Definitely had the strong case last year. This year, not so much. And plus, you got a gut of guards that you got to leap over. So, um, so that's Fred Van Fleet there. So, with that said, guys, here are my seven reserves. Jalen Brown for the Boston Celtics. Joel Embiid, of course, for the Sixers. Darius Garland, I believe, makes it in. For the Cavaliers, thus having your backcourt of Mitchell and Garland in there. Julius Randle, I think, makes it. I think the numbers just scream out all-star. So I believe he makes it. Trey Young, a perennial all-star, he makes it in. DeMar DeRozan, I feel, uh, makes it in as well. And then the last spot goes to Pascal Siakam. So... Those are my seven reserves, guys, that I'm predicting here. If something were to go awry with Kevin Durant again, he has the MCL, so it doesn't look all that promising now, guys. So if there had to be a injury replacement, it would have to be amongst these four players. Jimmy Butler... Although I think Bam has a stronger case. Uh, Jalen Brunson. Tyrese Holliburton, who I think has an outside chance. And DeJounte Murray. I think it would be amongst those four guys where if there was a need for injury replacement, it would be one of those guys. So, all right, guys. So that is my predictions for the East. When I come back to you with my next episode... I will break down the West starters and then my prediction for the reserves as well. Of course, guys, I thank you for listening. Much appreciated. And guys, don't don't be shy. Go out there, write reviews right on my website. You can give a review there. So, um, yeah, hit me up for reviews, guys. So, um, you know, we get the word out uh, and, and that's how we grow the podcast. So. All right, guys. So once again, I thank you for listening. Much appreciated. And we'll talk soon. Take care. So my peeps, if you like what you're listening to, you can go to my website, www.allthingsbasketballwithgd.com. You can also email me at thatsportsdugd at gmail.com to support this podcast you can go to my PayPal, and that email is thatsportsdugd at gmail.com. Also on my Anchor page, I have a support button there 
that you can also use to help the podcast. I'm on all the major platforms like Anchor, Spreaker, Google Podcasts, Amazon, SoundCloud, YouTube, CastBox, Radio Public, Podchaser, just to name a few. And also you can find me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Clubhouse, and Fanbase. So once again, I thank you for listening and supporting this podcast and take care and be safe.